Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. I am great. I am great. I am great. I am great. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. I had the group filter on. Um, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Groot, Groot, and Groot. I mean, Jules, Derek, and myself, Mike. Wait, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, something's off about that. It, it's still a trio, but it's the wrong combination. <laughs> Someone's playing games with us. I I gotta go with that Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson theory with with Jules and Brett. Jules is here, <laughs> Brett isn't. <laughs> Are they the same person? Because it's been a while since they've both been on at the same time, so I wonder. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not saying. Who's the life <laughs> model decoy? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I still say we gotta come up with a nickname. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, Jules, but we talked about oh, Wookie, yeah. Wookie Radio where the Smugglers 3. It's the, oh. intri- it's the intrepid trio over our Mighty Marvel Geeks. And here it's just Brett, Jules, Derek, and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or... I am great. Four is what? Watch, row. But you can't say it on air yet until after it's been put into show notes. Because oh. that's how it because that's how it happened with, with Wookiee Radio. Ken wrote down The Smugglers 3 in show notes for, oh, two, week, for two weeks in a row. And, and Kylan called us the Intrepid Trio in show notes. So, so the name the name has to come from show notes. Gotcha. But we can also open it up to the listeners on our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Weeby Geeks, or they can hit us up on Twitter at Weeby Geeks, or on email at Weeby Geeks at WeebyGeeks dot net with with name ideas for the four of us, or the four of us minus one when we become a trio. <laughs> <laughs> it's the four horsemen and one fell off <laughs> so and when that happens meanwhile in a small corner of the city and the home of real bad pain <laughs> um on that note on that note <laughs> Why don't we just go ahead and jump into show since we're well, not too bad. A few minutes in, not not like I I've heard people complain about other shows. Oh, you've gone almost a half hour and you still haven't touched your first topic yet. <laughs> Thankfully, we're not that bad. We derail a lot. We tangent a lot. We do. No, never. But but we <laughs> we never go that far into a show before hitting first topic. But speaking of first topics, um, this came from Book Riot, and their headline is Going Digital, The Case for Comicology. I use it. Jules, you use it. Mm-hmm. Derek, you use it. Mm, not as often as I want to, but... I, I think I think you and Jules still have a $10 gift card to use. I think I do, actually. You're right. Yeah, I do. I keep forgetting. Shame on you. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm always like, go in to get it, and then I just something distracts me. <laughs> Ooh, shiny keys. <laughs> where's, where's Daddy? <laughs> that probably didn't sound right. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, uh, this article goes into you know how you know people over the course of multiple trips to the bookstore and to the various comic book stores and book outlet and they get all the different books that they want um, down to you know the, the author's biggest concern the author is uh, Jess Carbert and she goes um, my biggest issue is definitely stocking up on comics I'll read quote unquote one day just not now <laughs> And then I I have no impulse control. Uh, I will get to them all one day. I swear. Parentheses. No, I won't. That's a lie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then to paraphrase her last comment, holy crap! I have no space left for books. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have that feeling. Um, my pull list is limited on what I get from the actual store. 
I have limited myself at the moment to everything Star Wars. Because I'm not missing out on the chance to get everything Star Wars from a comic company since Marvel has brought it back. I got the opportunity, and I'm taking advantage of it. <laughs> and as you guys know, part of that includes those silly little things called action figure variant covers. <laughs> A.K.A. give me all your money. A.K.A. crack. Comic crack. <laughs> I think when we interviewed John Tyler Christopher over on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks, I called him my dealer, the reason for my addiction. <laughs> and, and he laughed. He goes, what do you mean? Because I got to get them all. So, uh, so here, here's the, here's the thing about comicology and we'll touch on, on her, uh, topic headlines within the article. Just like everyone else, me personally, nothing beats holding the physical book. True. Um, but for me, with like all the Star Wars stuff, and right now too, I th- I'm adding um, Sadarsky's Peter Parker Spider Man. The the art's a little rough, but I love the story. But I've only got issue one. I don't have issue two yet. Um, it's it's one of those. I'm okay getting my book, opening it up, taking the digital code, redeeming it. And then reading it on my iPad. Yeah. Because I could take all my books, all my Marvel books, with me to work or with me on the road when I travel and read without having to carry all my books. Yeah. Because digitally, they're right there on my tablet or on my phone. Yeah, it's definitely a convenience thing. I mean, you know, our our issue is money and space <laughs> for, for you know, comics and collectibles. Um, you know, if we had tons of space and tons of money, we probably wouldn't do any digital. Probably would just be all right. copies. Yeah. Well, but well, unfortunately. My, <laughs> well, my other thing is, too, I got two dogs. One's a hound that likes to chew up paper. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I don't have the space, truly. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've got four short boxes because I don't have I don't have space to store long boxes right. <laughs> I really don't have yeah. the space for two of these long box or short boxes. But I mean, there's w- books in the one set of short boxes that I have no problems. Once I get to that point, throwing a throwing a bunch up on eBay and saying getting rid of them. I've got the yeah. digital, you know, especially on the Marvel side. I got the digital copies. Yeah. I'll go ahead and get rid of them now. The Star Wars mm-hmm. ones? Nope. Holding on to them. <laughs> Never. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. Yeah. But, uh, like the, the George Perez um, Sirens, well, I'm holding on to those. My Teen okay. Titans, I'm holding on to. Um, I might get rid of, most likely I will get rid of... Um, the Batman 66s I have. Now, if any of them are Riddler stories, I'm holding on to them. I'll get rid of the rest. Um, my year one, I'll hold on to. Some of my super, you know, some of the other books I have, I'll get rid of. Um, Larflees, I'm holding on to. Love that character. Uh, I'm not getting rid of him. Um, I mean, I'll be picky about it, but I, I have no problems taking these back to, to a comic book shop and going, I don't care if I want to get a third of the price. I just want to get rid of them. So, um, but, but her first thing is figuring out which titles I actually want to read. Yeah. That's my problem. (laughs) Um, yeah, she goes through trade waiting has been more economically feasible option for me for years because the variety of titles I follow buying everything in single industry format would be the quickest way to drain my bank account. But there, but there are about four or five titles I just can't wait for. Those are the ones I pre-order digitally. So I have them on my phone and iPad on release day, ready to be devoured. If I was moving to a deserted island and can only take five five comic book series with me, uh, the ones I'm buying digitally would be the ones that would make the cut. Everything else is really good, but I'm okay putting off buying those until the trade or the deluxe edition comes out. But you know, at that stage in the game, like for me, Squirrel Girl, I'll wait until Marvel does the sale digitally and I'll buy them at a reduced price digitally because I'm not getting them at a reduced price at the shop. Cause it, That's one what, that we actually buy. Because <laughs> one of the ones that I actually have. Think, think about some of the trades that we that are out in the in the shops. You know, some that are seven, eight years old that are still cover price. Yeah. And it's and, and these are the the old cover the old covers for them, not the not the the re releases with the newer covers because the shops are going to get them. 
unless they're like one free comic book day when I picked up West Coast Avengers. I think it's a hard. I think it's a it's a hardback hardback trade. And I paid half price for it because they were trying to blow it out. Mm. See, they're a hardback or it's the trade trade paper, but it it was a it was a clear out. Yeah. Um, Howard the Ducks. Uh, I have two. I have three of the four trade paperbacks. I have the the five issue trade from before the the Marvel Now relaunch when they then brought it back as an eleven issue. No, I have two of the three, and then I have I have the first first six issues that they collected into the trade. I don't have the second. I don't have the second book from that series, but I will. So I mean. Now, see, here's my here's my story, my issues. Number one, um, my problem is trying to figure out what books I don't want to read because I'm always like going through and I'm like, oh, should, I don't really want to do it. Oh, but I want to read what. Uh, so <laughs> that's my problem. And then the other thing is, I actually not only do I enjoy having the physical copies of the books, but I also enjoy uh, every week going to my comic, local comic book store where I'm friends with everybody down there, and you know, we usually hang out for a bit and talk and stuff see Derek walks in they all go norm (laughs) (laughs) um well that kind of brings up the second point that she brings up the sense of community even if you don't right. have a even if you don't have a comic book shop or we'll say LCS local comic book shop near you um, keeping current with single issues allows you to participate more readily in discussions revolving the latest developments that you're reading um, right. for me I go I try and go once a month if I can um, I know for me this month I definitely gotta get in because Coliseum of Comics here in Kissimmee. And I think the Coliseum chain in general, uh, they give you for your birthday a a discount for a one time purchase during your oh. birthday month. So I gotta go in nice. and get my I gotta go in and get my discount card. Um, <laughs> That's nice. But uh, but I also yeah, like really. too every ten dollars you spend you get a stamp on your subscription card and get ten stamps you get a fifteen dollar credit. That's nice. Uh, with Zoe, um, she gets six stamps. I think it's six stamps. After six stamps, she gets a book free up to. Th- a three ninety nine value. See, that's worth it. I think. Or, okay. or yeah. if she wants a trade like the DC Superhero Girls trade, mm-hmm. they take three ninety nine off the cost of the book. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Speaking of which, I still have that free comic book day one that I need to send you. Be <laughs> 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 like ten years later, and you'll get oh. Mm-hmm. Keep forgetting. I remember when. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's good that they do that, though. I mean, these people coming in. So, I mean, we still go. We still definitely go on free comic book day. We will go on Halloween Comic Fest. We still end up buying something. Um, we support the store. It might not be as often as we would like, mm-hmm. but still, even if I was going in weekly, I'm still if going in once a month. I'm still almost trailing out the same amount as if I was going in weekly because I'm yeah. just collecting everything at, at one time. That you would have got, yeah. So um, now one benefit of comicology is trying out new comics because a lot mm-hmm. of times, like, uh, what's the best way to do this? I'm going to go to my comicology account now, which I probably need to log back into. No, if you go to browse and then click you'll you'll see coming soon free comics what wait free comics um right now there's 129 free comics in the recommended freebies Uh, how many now yeah some of these are the free comic book day books but how many of you would literally give um oh what's a good one overwatch issue eight a look overwatch yep oh i'll read that Um, what's another good one? Leaving Megaopolis, which is Gail Simone. Oh. Issue one is on there. Lady Mechina. Would you have given that a shot? Would, would you actually, pay, would you pay to give that one a shot? Actually, I have because I love that artist. Uh, it's what Tony Harris, right? For that one, no. It's um, it, uh, now I can't now ah now I'm having a brain fart. Uh, now you're gonna make me go back to it. It's Ed. Ed. I think it's Ed Bennis. Nope. Uh, written by Joe Bennett's pencils by Joe Bennett's. 
Yeah, Joe. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Joe. Yeah, yeah, Joe. Joe Bennis. Yeah, he's. A, I like that his stuff. So, uh, I'm gonna jump in a couple pages on this. Would you have paid to read the Super Fogies issue one? Nope. <laughs> but it's for. But you get it for free. Yeah. Chance to check it nice out. Thing. That's how I I um read Shoe issue one, and I was like, oh my god, I read Shoe issue one, and I fell in love with it. And then we ended up buying single issues and trades of it because I loved it so much. And then the Walking Dead, the first issue was free for a while. I don't know if it still is, but for a while it was free. I read that one, and then I got the. I actually got gifted the compendium, the first one. I was like, I love this comic. How about Javier Grillo Mark? Um, I was saying it fine before I actually spoke it. <laughs> I always say it in my ha- mind really good, and then I. <laughs> Javier Javier Grillo Mark's watch with middleman number one. Oh man! I mean, I don't. Chances getting a re, a paying to read that one if you saw it, probably not. But it's it's there. It's in the free book. Dark Benedict in the twenty fifth century. Didn't know that book existed till it popped up in my <laughs> free comics that was granted to me from uh, free comic book you know, from Comicology. I mean, this this just so much opens up to you. Um, Super Angry Birds from IDW. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, we have some of those issues here. <laughs> so I mean, there's been so many in the past of others that never thought about reading until I got the free books. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, okay. Uh, another one, you don't have to worry about books going out of print. But then again, if you're a Marvel fan, Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. True. Um, the, they're more portable and shareable. Um, it's like, how how are they shareable? Well, Jules, you, yourself, myself, we have kids. Um, the you know, I, I just put the Comicology app on my daughter's iPad and just loaded a bunch of books that she might be interested in. Yeah. So, uh, she turns around, and says afterwards, "I I really like this. Can I get? You know, can we get some others? Okay, we'll look at like Teen Titans Go or more DC superhero girls. Or with her, she likes Spider." Spider-Gwen. She's getting into Spider-Gwen. Nice. We'll get, we'll get this. I'll, I'll do the Spider-Gwen trades. Or, yeah. or if they're running a big sale, if it ends up being cheaper to get more individual books than the trades, I'll get the books. So, I mean, it's, it's hit and miss. Um, me, I'm, I'm more likely to get collected editions on Comicology than I will the book, unless it's a title I really just want to have. Mm-hmm. Is is it hurting the comic market? I don't think so. Because the companies are still getting the same price. The artists are still getting the same price, you know, their same commission, whether it's digital or, or print. Where it's hurting is possibly the, the local comic book shop. But I think the I I think true fans like us where well, I'm not saying we're true fans, but fans like us where we have the opportunity to go to a LCS, we're gonna get those books that we really want. And if we really want a digital copy, we're going to get the digital copy as well. So we have them for travel. So we're not ruining physical books. Yeah. But for me, thankfully, the digital copies I want, I already get through Marvel. That's why I've always said Marvel is the best, best bang digitally because you go buy the physical copy and you get two books for the price of one or you get two copies for the price of one. Yeah. I just, I just yeah. wish they would do the same thing with their trades. Oh, yeah. That'd be yeah. Awesome. You know, if if they start putting, you know, if if I'm getting a trade for for twelve ninety nine, if they jump the price to to fourteen ninety nine, and in that price is the digital is the digital code for the book, I'll pay it. I'll pay the two bucks more to get the digital copy of the of that trade. Yeah, I mean, you're already giving it to me in the individual issues. Go ahead, throw throw the digital code in the in the trades as well. I mean, the trade prices nice. are almost the trade prices are almost the same. Like comicology as they are there. They- yeah. So, so before we move on, y'all's final final thoughts about comicology. Uh, I think it's a good thing overall. Um, but I'm not 
totally ready to like give up and, and go all completely digital either. I, I don't I don't see myself going completely digital. Uh, as, yeah. as long as the Star Wars books are still being made and physical copies are being sold, I'm I'm buying the physical copies. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I we've you know for for my husband it's good because he um he has bad eyesight, so actually the digital sometimes is better for him because he can uh, pinch the screen and make it make it bigger. Yep. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, no, and I know then, you what's can it called? Do that, expanded I mean. expanded view or whatever it's called. Well, then, then there's also it. the guided view. Guided view. That's what it's called. The guided view, which is nice. And actually, when we upgraded, I got the big iPhone, and I was like, oh, I can read comics and read books on here. And then I usually don't have time, but um, I got the iPhone Seven Plus, and I have yet to see what it looks like. Cause it ha- it looks like a mini iPad. It's like really big. It's gigantic. So, but the guided view, yeah, that is nice. When originally they didn't have it, and then they introduced it, and I was like, oh, what is this? The the guided view is great because it allow it allows you to read based on what the script was supposed to go. Yeah, how, how the script was written. That way, you're reading it in the proper intent instead of yeah. did it, you start reading down the one side and like, oh wait, some of this doesn't make sense. Oh, I gotta go back and forth. Yeah, exactly. It, it kind of does that I, for you. Picks up the work. Yeah, yeah. I've done that so many times when reading like the physical copies. <laughs> but yeah, you, I've done it. But you know, with the guided view, it feels so natural. You you don't you don't realize it. Yeah. Because if it's a full full page thing, it bounces back and forth, and then the last thing it does is it shows you shows you the full page. So you're not missing out on what the full page looks like. Like right. you're yeah, you're nice. re- you're reading and then going back and going oh cool um it's like right now I'm looking on Marvel's Marvel site and their online comics comic shops are run by Comicology uh, the Hawkeye books uh, Hawkeye Volume One um, four ninety nine Volume Two four ninety nine Volume Three six ninety nine four five ninety nine five three ninety nine six four ninety nine the Kate Bishop six ninety nine Young Avengers Volumes One and Two, four ninety nine and five ninety nine. I mean, that's the other good thing about about like a digital. You can go back and read stuff that you might have missed, or yep, that that's harder to find. Like yeah. like Star Wars droids, the animated, or Star Wars Ewoks from the animated series. Ah, yes. Or the old like Teen Titans with, with the Wolfman Perez Titans. So, I mean, a lot of good options there. So, like, right now, uh, Marvel has listed generations up to 59% off. Hmm. So, we I mean, can't go wrong with that. And, and that's through 8-6. So, when they run these deals, I mean, they run them a lot of times for a week. But I know Marvel used to do uh, Marvel Mondays where you know, a certain topic was done, you know, a certain title was done on sale for, for 24 hours. So... Um, why don't we go ahead and move on to, uh, since we've got the comics out of the way, which, wow, we actually covered comics. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't do that enough, I suppose. Let's head into the movie news. At the, I gotta find it. Some, what's that? Hooray for Hollywood. Is, Is that, what is it? Is that public domain now? Hooray for Hollywood. It must be. I wonder if it is. I have to look. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, I know it's been a while, Jules. But right. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was gonna say, yeah, you're up. <laughs> it has been a while. I'm a little foggy in the brain. Uh, okay, so we got some news here. Jessica, I'm gonna butcher her name. Justine. Justine. Yeah. Yeah. She looks familiar. How do I? I do know her from something. Um, she was confirmed for X Men: Dark Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Started shooting last month in Montreal. Um, I guess there was a rumor that she was being sought out for the movie, but she had already signed on for it. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then she shared X- a, a X-Men flop Phoenix. <laughs> uh, I hope not. Yeah, I, I hope. hope not. I, I hope like I always do. But then I go in and I watch it and I'm like, oh, <laughs> They messed. They messed up Apocalypse. If they mess up Dark Phoenix, I'm going to be very upset. Oh. Yeah, I still haven't seen Apocalypse. That's bad for me. I, I, I just I need you to ain't missing it. a whole lot. <laughs> um. So let's see. Um. Yeah, there was like rumors that she was being cast. Um. But she wouldn't clarify. Oh, 
Um, that'll be the first time this character's been on set on the big screen. Um, but she does have a big presence in the Darkness co- Phoenix comics the story's based on. So, um, if you go down, uh, I guess they found Young Jean Grey. Um, Summer Fontana signed on for that. Mm. Oh, she was in the flashback in X-Men The Last Stand back in 2006. Uh, and then all that story was essentially eliminated through the events of X-Men Days of Future Past, leading to this new Dark Phoenix reboot. The new story will be set in the 1900s following the prequel trilogy format. Each movie is being set a decade apart. So I'm guessing, so Apocalypse was in the 80s, so this one will probably be in the 90s. What a time. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, there'll be uh, a lot of grunge on the soundtrack and <laughs> Nirvana and... <laughs> be yeah i mean i guess so let's see does it say um 2018 november 2nd 2018 release date for that um it'll be the third x-men movie released next year following new mutants april 13 2018 and deadpool 2 june 1st 2018 that's a whole lot of x-men yeah and then she has there's a really cute picture of her ah <laughs> she's so cute she is question is can we handle that much x-men well the funny thing is, it's actually the 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 main X Men movie that I'm most worried about. Dark Phoenix. It's Deadpool yeah. two. I mean, come on, it's Deadpool two. Uh, has, yeah. You know, it's, it's, gonna, yeah. it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be better than the first, if that's even possible. And everything I've been hearing about the New Mutants has me quite intrigued. Yeah. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be like almost a horror going in a horror direction and interesting. Yeah, see, I, th- I thought New Mutants was supposed to be taking over for um, for the X-Men. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. It, uh, it could still possibly. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's move on to the next bit of movie news, which I know Derek and I, we both found this one interesting. <laughs> yes. Yes, very interesting indeed. So, uh, moving on to one of our favorite franchises from X-Men to Star Wars. Wait, uh, what's, what's Star Wars? I thought our favorite franchise was Twilight. Oh, <laughs> right. Sorry. I, I forgot. We, I, we know secretly that's your favorite. I wiped that out of my memory. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I can I can honestly say I've never seen a Twilight movie. You didn't nor, miss anything. And nor shall I. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I saw the first one. <laughs> and, Sorry that was, uh, and that was under duress because my wife was pregnant at the time. Oh, that's right. So you had <laughs> if, to I, if I gotta watch it, you're gonna watch it. Or if I'm gonna suffer, <laughs> you're gonna suffer. Okay. <laughs> Well, the book's right. not that great either, so yeah, I, don't, well. I don't think. So let's ignore the Twilight and move <laughs> back on to the good stuff, Star Wars, and the specifically the Han Solo film that's coming out next year, which is currently being directed by Ron Howard after some, um, you know, a little bit of uh, uh, turmoil there with the directors and stuff. But <laughs> Turmoil. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that some people may have forgotten about is uh, when you have Ron Howard, you often get his brother Clint Howard. And in this case, Ron Howard is coming through for his brother one more time. <laughs> uh, it looks like Clint Howard might have at least a cameo in the Han Solo spinoff, according to the director. Somebody on Twitter, Twitter, uh, Andy Love, asked, please tell me you have a role for Clint. Uh, and Ron Howard said, you won't be disappointed. So, Clint, for those who don't know, Clint Howard's been around for a while. He's done mostly a lot of bit parts and stuff. Um, um, I particularly oh interesting. So if he's going to be in the Han in the Han Solo movie, that means he'll have covered Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah, because he was in an episode of Star Trek many moons ago. What are we talking the original series? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he also in Next Gen or or DS Nine? Um, I'm not sure about that, but he was definitely in the original. So uh, this I want to say he was also possibly in Battlestar Galactica or Buck Rogers as well. Oh, I think. Mm, he might have been in Buck Rogers. He's done, you know, he's done a lot of stuff. So you never know. <laughs> he could be in. He could be in everything, and you wouldn't even know it. He's been in Apollo thirteen. Uh, he could, be, he could be in this podcast, and we don't know it. He could. <laughs> it could be me. I was going to say, is that really you, Jules? Or <laughs> so he's also tonight. In a number- Jules is being played by Clint Howard. <laughs> <laughs> he's also he's also starred in a number of B horror movies. Now I I've always kind of been a fan of Clint Howard for you know 
about what he does. Uh, he's always been kind of funny, kind of an interesting little character actor. Uh, so in an interview with uh, Heat Vision, Ron Howard said the film was coming along great. Uh, it's a fantastic script, a great cast, and I am having a fantastic creative experience with it. It's a great young cast, incredibly strong, smart, funny people who love their characters and love being a part of this. I think we'll be able to do something that is a lot of fun. So uh, take from that what you will. But I like it. He was in the 60s with the Winnie the Pooh shorts. He was the voice of Rue. Really? Yeah. No kidding. How, how about that? Interesting. Yeah, I am looking at the at his IMDb right now. He was in Star Trek. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what other... He was a mod squad for an episode. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm just now hitting 1974. Um, here we go. 78. He was Eagle Bauer in Rock and Roll High School. <laughs> he did two episodes of Happy Days. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, he was in Splash. Oh, yeah. Gung Ho. Mm-hmm. In the Gung Ho TV series. Um, I guess he, see him now at 1990. He was in The Rocketeer. Oh, wow. Um, I am at 93 and I'm not seeing. Okay, he was in a series called Space Rangers. I don't remember that. I don't either. Um, into 94 and I'm not seeing any other Star Trek. I thought he was. 95, Apollo 13. Ah, uh, here we go. I was right. He was Grady for one episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I uh-huh. knew I saw him before. Interesting. I was right. So two generations of Star Trek shows. Nice. Did he make it to Enterprise? Uh, he was in the Water Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. Austin uh, Powers, the Austin Powers movies. Wow, he, I didn't realize he was in that much stuff. Oh yeah, He's yeah. A, yeah. It's all, all it's all like small roles and stuff, but yeah, that's and, what he does. In 2002, he did one episode of Star Trek Enterprise. So he hit each generation of of Star Trek. I don't see anything else. Well, of course, different movies. I'm now in 2006. But yeah, he's one of the few actors that actually did three different generations of Star Trek. That's awesome. He should get an award or something for that. (laughs) Okay, you're you're stretching it. Um, So, I guess that... Actually, it goes back to Jules. Woo-hoo! If we if we plan this right. All right. So, The Flash, our beloved show. Uh, no more speeder villains. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I, I- I think I can get my head around that. I I've, I love the Flash show, so we'll see how it's going to be. Um, after three seasons of speedster villains, the Flash is headed in a new direction. Cool. Uh, Screen Rant's Kevin Yauman reports that during the CW panel at the Television Critics Association press tour, it was announced that the series is likely, and this is in quotes, done with speedster villains. Additionally, Barry's sad days are numbered as season four will find the lightness that was in the first two seasons. Hmm. Could be good. If Flash is the the stronger the of the shows, yeah, yeah, but it's kind of getting a little like with the the <coughs> the speedster villain, big villain every every season. It's kind of getting a little redundant. Yeah. Do you do you yeah. think um do you do you think they they brought in Flashpoint too quick? Yeah. Well, no, I don't think they brought it in too quick. I think they didn't do it right. Is what the problem was. I think they kind of ran through it too quick. Yeah. Well, the question is going to be, at this point in time, who's going to have done it right? Um, the TV series or the movie, since that's going to be the name of... Right. The, the Flash movie, in which I have absolutely no faith. Yeah. Not too excited. No. Uh, yeah, since see. I can't since I can't find my sound drop, <laughs> I was waiting on shame, it. <laughs> shame on me. <laughs> I was waiting on it. We could try to recreate it, but it won't sound right. <laughs> um. So well, we'll, we'll just we're, we're just gonna have to flush it. <laughs> there you go. When when we get the flush and the flush point paradox. <laughs> <laughs> Flesh point. <laughs> so I wonder what they're going to do then. Or if they're not. What I'd like to see them do is not have like a big season long uh, fight bad guy and have just like, you know, smaller arcs or single episodes with villains instead of like an overarching whole season. I I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think that would be better. Yeah, but I, it gets too like monotonous when it's like, I don't know, the same thing. I mean, it's still yeah. good, but it's like. Uh, yeah. 
I I'm just I'm just afraid to see um, that they're bringing Damian Dark back for Legends. I know it's getting a little sidetracked for this, but you know, mm-hmm. talking CW shows. Yeah, I wonder what they're gonna do. What direction they're gonna go with that? Yeah. 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 I actually, we still have three or four Legends of Mars in our DVR, so I'm I'm like so out on that one. But um, it says uh, in season four, Clifford Devoe, aka the Thinker, will be the main antagonist. Um, I'm not, mm, I don't know if I'm familiar with that one, with that villain. I'll have to think about it. Because <laughs> um, it's the Thinker. Oh, sorry. No, that's good. It says. Uh, <laughs> Debuting in 1943's All-Star Flash number 12, DeVoe was a failed lawyer who tuned and turned to crime when he realized that his criminal clients had skills but not smart. Um, he became the brains of the operation for multiple career criminals using a device called the Thinking Cap. DeVoe can also project mental force and occasionally control other technology. There's other incarnations that have surfaced over the years. Um, so the Flash could combine these three different versions into one character. Hmm. They're not sure how they're going to adapt it, but I guess an unconfirmed character description has surfaced online. So. Well, I'll tell you what else I've seen surface online. Um, have y'all seen the tease of Grant Gustin in his new Flash outfit? No, I haven't no. seen it. I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> look awesome. Um, some more more lightning bolts around the legs, down around the boots. It, it looks nice. Hmm. Cool. Uh, I, I'm excited for it. So uh, did we talk about the musical episode? I forget. Was I on after that? I don't think I we think so. Talk about that. <laughs> but we, 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 we could, as, as Gore in Kansas would say, carry on. Yeah. We know Derek was really excited about that one. He was like, he was, mm. he was sitting there. He was sitting there at the TV waiting for it to air. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it died to die. It, it died to died. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew I could have skipped it, and I would have. <laughs> but I watched it because I thought it might have some important story elements. It didn't. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it did some. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Nothing I needed to watch it for. It, it it had enough to carry over into the next into the next season or next episode, but that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I wonder if they're going to do one next year, next season. No. 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 Do no. one every season. No. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening, TW. To, to quote Derek, no. <laughs> to quote Darth Vader, no. <laughs> Come on, it's not that bad. There's Actually, worse. There's worse uh, things like. If we know. weren't, if we weren't a family-friendly show, I'd be using some expletives. <laughs> yes, there are worse things, such as the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Not for long. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) Uh, I know what else could be fun. Another Matt Groening series. Yeah. What did I do? That was was pretty slick. So uh, Matt Groening, the creator of a little show called The Simpsons and another little show called Futurama. I don't know if you've heard of either of those. You may have seen commercials for them. Uh, He's coming out with a new series, a new animated series that's going to be on Netflix. Um, called Disenchantment. And this one, unlike, uh, it's going to be kind of the opposite of Futurama, where that was set in the sci-fi. Um, this is going to be a fantasy series, which is interesting. So it says that uh, Disenchantment takes place in a failing medieval kingdom called Dreamland. Uh, the press release for the show says it will follow the adventures of the hard-drinking young princess Bean, her elf companion Elfo, and her personal demon Lucy. Uh, the group will encounter all manner of fantasy creatures including a lot of stupid humans. My favorite. Uh, Graining said ultimately disenchantment will be about life and death, love and sex and how to keep laughing in a world full of suffering and idiots. Despite what the elders and wizards and other jerks tell you. Uh, So not only is it got some good pedigree but it also has an amazing cast. It stars uh, Broad City's Abby Jacobson, Nat Faxon and Eric Andre and it's rounded out with veteran voice actors like John DiMaggio, Billy West, Maurice LaMarche, and Tress McNeil. Hmm. Uh, almost all of the Futurama cast. Uh, yeah, almost. So, uh, you know, we, we don't have Futurama anymore, but I think this this uh, this sounds very interesting. I'm definitely
definitely uh I'm definitely gonna check this one out. Oh yeah. It doesn't it doesn't uh list an actual time when it's coming out. Uh, da, 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 da. It says Netflix has ordered twenty episodes across two seasons. Yeah, but it doesn't give a time uh, a release date yet. We'll have to keep our eyes peeled for that because I'm definitely wanna see this one. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it'll be different seeing it go back to like a more of a medieval type feel. Mm. Definitely. And I'm wondering if also that since it's going to be on Netflix, if he might, um, if it might be a little looser than, mm-hmm. than Simpsons and Futurama, hey, if you know, hey, you know what I mean? Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, yeah. they, they could maybe push some more limits or. Yeah. Yeah. A little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> they could go some interesting places with it. <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. <clears throat> anyway. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye open for that one. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I, I'm excited about that. We're still actually funny. We were t- talking about the Simpsons the other day. We're we we we're still watching Futurama. We didn't watch it like everybody else did, like normal people did. Um, <laughs> but now we want to go back and watch. We started the Simpsons from the beginning again, and now we want to watch it all the way through. So that's like a that's just going to take us forever. Uh, yeah, what? it is. In like 28 now, right? Or the, I don't know. Anyways, we started watching it. Probably like I think when I was on maternity leave, we started watching it. But we just need to pick it back up again because <laughs> then we had our shows, and now they're over. So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be actually good to watch one of his shows like a normal person, <laughs> not like you know, however twenty eight years after they originally aired or whatever. But yeah, but yeah, I, I love Futurama. I love The Simpsons, so yeah. I'll definitely be checking this out. Well, I, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like Netflix. Like every time I see something good, it's like Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're making a name for themselves. Yeah. Glow was good. Yes. Oh, Glow that's on really my list. Good. I want to watch it was that. Real, I really enjoyed it. I watched that so bad. It looks awesome. Uh, I really enjoyed it. First episode's not what I expected, but yeah, it's actually um, one of the what? few shows where I, I'm now that I'm done watching it, I want more. Yeah, see, for, for me, it was with with what we get in the first episode. I was surprised we didn't see more of that in future, you know, in later episodes. Yeah, I can't imagine what you're referring to. <laughs> but like I said, I was surprised that it it didn't. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you mean the wrestling? Well, that too. <laughs> so, well, speaking of that, well, speaking of shows, how about new and upcoming shows that are coming out um, starting this year with this upcoming fall? And maybe uh, 15 you forgot about that are all superhero related. So we'll start off with, in just 16 days, The Defenders. Yeah. So, uh, and then on 929, first on in IMAX theaters, and hopefully, um, huh. and then hopefully, you know, it's a two hour premiere at the theater, which is how they used to do it. Buck Rogers, Bowstar Galactica were two hour premieres in the theater and then oh really i didn't know that yeah if you take a look at like the hmm. buck rogers complete series you'll you'll notice how the first two episodes are done as one episode hmm. and it's a different intro than the normal tv series that's because of the movie same thing with Battlestar galactica first two episodes with the destruction of caprica and all that was yeah. done as a was done as a movie first Hmm. Oh, uh, also, not to interrupt, but uh, I do want to say that I finally watched a second episode of Iron Fist. Okay. Uh, you, watched more, you watched more than me, then. <laughs> I know, for the longest time, I had only watched the first episode. Now I've watched two whole episodes. Yeah. That's two more than me. Mm. Me too. I need to uh, on my list too, but I don't know. I heard I heard not good things about it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, other things that I'm not hearing good things about. How about Krypton? Yeah, a little, yeah. Worried, a little worried about this one. I'm a little confused about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what the point of it is. Really, it's according to um, movie plot. They say an exciting twist. It seems Krypton is the only DC TV show to actually be set in the DC. EU. Really? Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Uh, then we have Gotham. Gotham. I still we, love that show. We could do without. No, you can't live without Gotham. Yeah. You can't uh, get past the first like six episodes of the first season, and or just don't even watch the first season. <laughs> yeah, I, I've really I, I warmed, think it's good. I've really warmed up to Gotham. I, I did too. It took me a little while. I've done without it for three for three seasons. I could do without it for a fourth. Oh, 
I love Gotham. Uh, Lucifer. Uh, I've never watched. Well, I watched the first watched episode. It. I wasn't digging it. That's on my list to watch because um, actually Ron, my the guy that works at our uh, comic store, he tells me I need to watch it. Like every time I see him, he's like, did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? Like now. Like it see, sounds like it's, you're going to like it. To me, it was. It felt like just another cop show, but this time with Satan. Yeah. Well, we we have a new show coming out. And from what I see from the trailers, <laughs> I'm really liking it. Yes, and I'm it, very interested in this one. And this involves the Strucker family. And that's the gifted. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, then we got Supergirl coming out, then Flash, then Legends of Tomorrow, then Arrow, and then in November, The Punisher. Oh. Yeah. Be good. Um, and then I guess on Hulu in in November we've got the Runaways. I just I can't believe it's going to be Hulu. Yeah, yeah that's kind of weird. But they don't want to be left out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we got Black Lightning coming out this fall. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. right. Uh, Agents of Shield comes back in January. Because mm. <laughs> the Inhumans. And then we got Legion. Oh, I can't wait till that comes back. I I gotta get through the I gotta get through season one. Yeah, oh, I love that show. One. I heard it was I good. I loved it so much. Oh. That's, that's one I have to be in the mood to watch the episode. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it, not It's not a, something you just casually watch. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. Oh, yes, it will. <laughs> so, oh, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I enjoyed it so much. Uh, I, I actually have audio footage or audio, an audio recording of you after you finished Legion. You didn't know that, did you, Derek? <laughs> so, Jules, um, this, this is Derek after watching Legion. Two, four, nine, <laughs> five. <laughs> Um, coming in 2018, Cloak and Dagger. Still, yeah. I'm still on the edge on this one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Daredevil season three comes out yes. next year. Yes, I'm so excited about that. Jessica Jones season two comes out. Awesome. Luke Cage season two comes out. Yeah. I hope it's better. New Warriors comes out. Oh, that'll, I, hopefully that'll be good. Since it's being done as a comedy, I, I'm kind of, I, I'm hoping they could still manage to make this work in the uh, MCU and not just something that's completely separate from the MCU. I think they'll be able to. I, I, I don't mind seeing this as a comedy, but I, I would hope that if they wanted to pull the characters in, that they could be done in a way where they could be given serious moments with no issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have Titans. I believe this is the series coming to um, the DC, that DC app, right? I believe they're, so, yeah. They're streaming app. Yeah. Um. And then either in 18, but more likely 19, is uh, Iron Fist Season 2. Well, I guess I got some time to get through Season 1 then. (laughs) Yeah. But how about this? How about some TV? Do y'all remember watching Electra Woman and Dinah Girl, the eight-episode internet series? Nope. Didn't know there was such a thing. I remember seeing the trailer, and I remember hearing that this got the uh, the blessings of Sid and Marty Croft, but apparently it didn't make it very long. I uh, can't imagine why. <laughs> and then uh, coming from producer Glenn A. Larson, who... Oh, wow. I didn't realize who was in that. I actually like Grace Helbig and Hannah Hart. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't think the series was too bad. It's, you know, I, I love the, the updated costumes. I'll have to check it out. Um, but like I said, coming from Glenn Larson, uh, who is known for making carbon copy versions of popular movies and turning them into TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is how he gained the nickname Glenn Larceny. <laughs> um, how about Auto Man? <laughs> I do actually remember this one, unfortunately. I don't remember this one. Oh, it was, it's better that way. <laughs> Desi Arnaz Jr. playing the nerdy police computer programmer. And, uh, I think that's, and Damo Kushner, who helped, who had just completed Tron at the time, teamed up with Larson to, to create this. Hmm. Um, how about Misfits of Science? I remember that one as well. I remember it and I hardly ever watched it. <laughs> Uh, this one, I, I actually didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. The Cape. Oh, yeah. I remember that. So, um, now this is going way back for, for Brett, uh, Derek and I, the Super Globetrotters. <laughs> yes, there was a cartoon that was a spinoff of the Harlem Globetrotter series called the Super Globetrotters. <laughs> 
turning into water, ladders, bouncing balls, or, or simply having an enormous afro which could hide gadgets. The Globetrotters use their abilities to throw out the villain of the week. Uh, Mutant X comes up next on this list. That uh, that came out on... I vaguely remember that. Was that on, on um, my TV or my UPN? Was that that franchise? Mm, I don't remember. 98. Be right around that point. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was almost like a mix of uh, New Mutants and then some created own or original X-Men property thrown in with it. Uh, coming in at number nine, how about Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing! I remember that. I love the series. Um, it, it wasn't directly adapted from the from the comics, and it even started to drift, but still wasn't too bad. It, it had good ratings in, in the U.S., but it just doesn't age well. Mm. Neither did Savage Dragon. I remember that one. I do, too. Mm. I also remember the next one that came out that they have on this list after, Defenders of the Earth. Ah, uh, yes. That was an intriguing cartoon. Mm. That, that was almost like the the original League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, um, this was horrible. Uh. And, that, and but this was a character that was actually somewhat decent in Malibu comics. Mm. Nightman. Mm. Now, the, these were horrible. Shazam! Shazam! The classic. Don't forget to put on your seatbelt, Billy. <laughs> uh, Manimal. Oh, Manimal. <laughs> Again, another Manimal. Glenn Larson movie for a show. Because if it wasn't for Battlestar Galactica, he would be remembered for the number of blatant lip, uh, blatant ripoffs. <laughs> Uh, this one I don't remember. The Powers of Matthew Starr. Mm, I don't remember that either. I remember this one. The Toxic Crusaders. Oh, yeah. It was such a... And, of course, this came out at the same time period as Rambo, The Force of Freedom, and Hulk Hogan's <laughs> Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, brother. Oh, I used to love that. And then, finally, the last superhero show that you might have completely forgotten about. Because I don't consider it one. Hammer Man. <laughs> as in MC Hammer Man. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Forgot about you. <laughs> Forgot about you. Actually, he's back doing commercials now. I saw that. And he do- <laughs> he doesn't look the same. I had to go, no. what, was, was he really? Is that really him? I know, right? So, um, I think that's going to wrap it up. I'm going to say definitely check out the homepage, WeBeGeeks.net. Check out our Facebook page and group, which is WeBeGeeks. Well, the Facebook page is WeBeGeeksPC. Uh, the group is WeBeGeeks. Um, on the homepage, check, support our affiliates. Uh, we got ripped apparel, some great mashup stuff there with the artists, you know, support some of these independent artists, uh, comic bento. It's a great way to, it's a great alternative to, to comicology, 25 bucks and you get, um, you get $40 worth of, of graphic novels or minimum $40. Can't beat that. Um, and also check out our great friends over at superhero stuff. Uh, the hero boxes are great. Um, they got some great hats from New Era, some great shirts. Uh, they carry a bunch of great stuff from BioWorld, like backpacks, keychains, wallets, stuff like that. Uh, you can't go wrong with superhero stuff. Uh, so check them out. Um, I think that's it. Email us at WeBeGeeks at WeBeGeeks.net or hit us up, like I said, on our Facebook or on Twitter at WeBeGeeks. Any final thoughts? Uh, it's nice to have you back, Jules. It's nice to be back. I missed this. I probably missed it. I still say she's Brett. Could be. Could be. I'm not, I'm not saying if I am or not, but. And you would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for. <laughs> you kid. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea there was an actual Scooby-Doo game, like a video game. I think there's more than one. Is there? Maybe. I think there might be old ones. The one I saw was like someone was playing Scooby-Doo, like Scooby-Doo was just jumping around like the whole time. That's all it did. <laughs> like, how can you even play it? Like, I don't know if she was doing that or if that's how he moves. Like, he was just jumping the whole time. Weird. But w- when you're playing the game, do you have to ask, where are you? <laughs> I don't know. See, so, yeah. okay. Back for the Scooby Snacks. Snacks. So, anything else? I think that'll do it. Going once. Going twice. Going. Want to know more? Yeah.
So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.